Welcome back to season two of the Ivy League Prep Academy podcast, equipping you to successfully pursue the college of your dreams. We believe that everyone deserves to reach their full potential, and the admissions process shouldn't hold you back. Hello, everyone. I am going to do something a little bit different for this episode and for several future episodes. So the next few are going to come from the boot camp that we're running right now just for rising seniors. No other students are allowed into these classes. We go through the entire Ivy League challenge, but we go through it in just two weeks And we do it with the expectation of actually using it in the application. So using your unusual self-awareness, your unusual community impact to create a persona or create a narrative that really presents you in a way that the admissions officer knows exactly how you might fit into that freshman class and why you are the kind of person that they should be recruiting into that class. So that's the boot camp of the Ivy League Challenge. We do it every summer, once per summer, and it's only for rising seniors. I'm just taking a few snippets out of today's class. Today was day two in the boot camp. And so I really should specify that day two is the equivalent of week two during the regular cohort. So most of the people who join the boot camp attended the Ivy League Challenge a year or two or three or four years earlier when they were younger. And now they're doing the boot camp as kind of a recap. And you you don't pay any extra money for that. Anytime that you join the Ivy League Challenge, you continue to have a digital token that you can use at any time. You can redeem that to join any new cohort of the Ivy League Challenge as well. That's always been the case. And at least for now, that is still the case. But To understand what you're going to hear today, you need to know that week two, or in this case day two, is about the schedule, right? How did I manage my time and manage my energy to get me into and through a degree at Harvard? So as we learn to manage our time and our energy, I give the students a one-page daily planner that I recommend that they print out or just use it electronically, but use it every single day. It takes about three or four to maybe six minutes every day to kind of think through a lot of things, how you're prioritizing your activities. There's all these different things that we learn. And among those things, I invite them to be more intentional, right? Be actually grateful and not just list two or three things to be grateful for, for example. Actually feel gratitude for a few moments. And uh, and there are several other things on that one-page planner. So those are some reference points that you need to be aware of to make sense of what I'm going to describe. And then also, you need to know that in day one or in the first class, I teach the students their commitments in order to be successful in the Ivy League Challenge, and I reference one of those commitments here. That commitment is, you are the power plant. And just a very basic idea here, I teach the students that, look, sometimes we wait until we're in the mood before we go do something that we know we ought to be doing, but that's not the right way to approach life because you are the power plant, right? The power plant doesn't just have energy. It takes raw resources. It combines them in a specific way to create energy. And you are your own power plant. So if you're not in the mood to do something, then shift your energy. You have the power to create whatever energy you choose. And so there's a lot more that goes into that. Of course, the the point of, or my goal here is not to teach that entire principle on this podcast. My goal is just to give you enough context so you understand the reference later on when you hear the snippets. Enjoy these little uh, musings of mine from class two. Um, Maybe spend a little bit more time out in nature. Okay. I don't know if you've done it um, recently, but a nice long walk 
with mm-hmm. your thoughts and like something really interesting, you guys, I, I don't even know. I, I'm not sure who I can share this with because it's so awkward because uh, it's not like a normal thing. But I, I think you guys know that I was a teaching fellow at Harvard uh, up until like just a few days ago, right? And, and barely got back uh, to Asia from, from Boston. And one of the students that was not in my section, but was in the class, okay? So it was a leadership class that I was teaching. And, and, um, and so one of the students that I, I met, uh, when I met her, she made some comment about how she's the black sheep in her family because she touches trees. I was like, what does that even mean? What, what do you mean you touch trees and, and, and why does that make you a black sheep in your family? So, uh, so she said, uh, she said she touches trees and it kind of helps ground her. It helps her to kind of meditate or whatever. And I thought that was interesting. And two or three days later, I was like, can you teach me? What, what do you mean you touch trees? Can you like show me how to touch trees? Um, and, uh, and she's like, cause it, you know, it was after class or it was before class. I don't remember, but we had like some free time and, and, uh, and we were just there and, and I, I had been curious ever since she said it. And so I'm just gonna, this might be really weird, but she just walked over and let's do this tree right here. And, and just, just put your hands on it and just kind of, can you feel like a pulse? Can you feel like anything in the tree and just like slow down your breathing and, and kind of feel the tree. And I couldn't, but I still thought it smelled really nice. Like the tree smelled really, cause I was so close to it cause I was touching it and, and it, it smelled nice. And then the next day I tried it again without her. And I actually did feel like kind of a, kind of a pulse, kind of a, a an energy in the tree. Anyway, um, ever since then, I mean, it's only been a couple of weeks, so it's not like oh, I changed my life forever. But since then, I've I've actually been like paying attention to trees, and like when I see a really interesting tree, I just go over and explore it, and and look at the bark, and 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 of course touch it, and just kind of feel if I if that energy if that tree has like I don't know a pulse uh, moving through it. And uh, right before I got on the plane, I bought a book that's like the secret world of trees or something like that. <laughs> I didn't know that this world existed, uh, but there's, there's a few books about trees and it turns out that trees like are really cool. Uh, and so anyway, when you go out in nature, maybe you can explore that too. You can go touch a tree and see if you can like smell it and feel any kind of magic with the tree. Um, anyway, just go out in nature and be like extra curious. Like I never would have thought to touch a tree and and see if I could feel energy or feel a pulse going through the tree. And that to me was a different level of attention to detail. And so when, when I'm overwhelmed, when I'm, uh, when I'm exhausted, burned out and just need my body needs replenishing needs balance. Rest is the most important thing for sure, but somehow just nature and like fully embracing nature, like literally hugging a tree or touching a tree or, or whatever. To me, it, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to add that tool to my arsenal. Like I'm going to add that to my recovery, um, just toolbox that I've got this new tool here that, that is kind of cool. So if you're interested, you can go try that out too. Uh, take a couple of minutes to feel gratitude, right? 
that same idea of paying extra attention to the tree. I mean, what a weird thing. Trees are everywhere. Why would we pay attention to it? But it was magical for me just to be more curious about this tree. I wonder how, and now that I've read that book, it's fascinating. Like trees actually have electric impulses that go from, from roots to the leaves that communicate. Uh, and when trees are, this is so, I'm just going to give you one, one quick example. Humor me for a second. In Africa, there's, there's acacia trees or whatever uh, that giraffes love to eat. And what happens is a giraffe begins to eat that tree, it begins to eat the leaves, and the, the tree sends off a scent. It literally releases chemicals into the air so that the surrounding trees become aware of giraffes. And all the trees in the area that, that get that chemical communication, they start producing toxins in their leaves. They start sending toxins to the leaves, which takes a tremendous amount of energy for the tree to do this. But the giraffe keeps eating until they, they've tasted the toxins. They don't keep eating anymore. And the giraffes have learned that they, they won't, there's no need to go to any trees that are nearby because those trees will also have, have toxins. And so giraffes have, giraffes have to travel like 100 yards or 100 meters or more to get to trees that have not received the signal so that they can eat some more. Isn't that crazy? Like these are trees that you think are doing nothing but, but you know, absorbing sunlight. Here they are like sending toxins to their leaves and communicating to other trees and looking out for each other. Um, and there are tons of examples like that that I learned about when I read I read almost the entire book on the plane back to Singapore. Just cool. So I don't know, you guys, there's 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 time to be uh, um, curious. And there's a difference between saying, oh, that's kind of cool and saying, what? That's amazing. And the difference is the power plant, right? What, how you decide to engage with your level of curiosity. Right. You can decide to, yeah, let me let me touch this tree. Let me see if I can like feel the pulse of the tree. Let me let me get into that. And that's a full nother level of curiosity and excitement and engagement and gratitude and energy. Then saying, oh, that's interesting. You touch trees. Oh, OK, cool. I don't know what that means, but all right. <laughs> right. To each his own. I'm going to go do my thing. I'm going to go play my video games. You touch your trees. Right. That's how most teenagers would would respond to that. And what I'm saying is feel gratitude, engage in curiosity, like bring, be the power plant, right? Choose to create that energy that fully engages with the miracles around you. I love Dimitri and that kind of subdued enthusiasm for our solar system. Man, people just don't realize how amazing our solar system is. And to be honest, Dimitri, you could 10x that level of excitement and it still wouldn't be enough for the miracles of this solar system, right? And to, to just start fully engaging in how miraculous life is, how unbelievably unlikely, <laughs> the, the chances are so infinitesimally small. And yet here we are right? And here's this solar system. And here's this tree that knows how to communicate with other trees. What? <laughs> like, that's so cool. 
You know what I mean? And so choose to be the power plant, you guys, and and feel gratitude, choose whatever that thing is that you're going to be engaging in. Fully engage, right? Let's choose to fully engage in that. Uh, and then this next section, the big wins today. Okay, the big wins. Celebrate what you did today. So in other words, what are you going to leave behind and not borrow from my system? And what are you going to adopt from my system? What do you feel like has been lacking that you're going to decide to step up now that it's go time, right? Like literally we've got days, not years. <laughs> we've got, we can count down in days until early decision and regular decision applications are due. Uh, and the even the number of hours won't be an outrageous number of hours left, especially when we subtract sleep time. So the number of waking hours that we have left before we submit applications is not a lot. How are you going to choose to step up your daily management and your time management system uh, after today's class? So... My hope is that as we've gone over this, you've you've kind of felt like, you know what, that is lacking. I can add that to my toolbox. I can add that to my daily routine and increase my productivity. Because right now, yeah. right, like I, I said like five times, it's go time. For me, that that's like how I say it's time to get get really get going, it's go time. Um, but you know, this is like this is like one of those highly consequential periods of your life, right? From now until you submit applications, each each second is precious. And so uh, recommitting yourself to effectiveness and productivity during each precious second um, and being as healthy as possible so that your brain can function, you know, getting the sleep and getting the recovery and all of that stuff. There's so many ways that before you begin intent to be begin to be intentional about this, we can let things slide. And so yeah. what have you been letting slide that you are going to recommit to? And and then if you're going to borrow some or all of my system, what do you feel like is going to be really helpful for you if to borrow? Music for this episode came from We Are Here by Declare P. I'm Steve Gardner. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with a friend. Thanks for listening.